From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au Coming up, just in time for the school holidays, Jamie's Ministry of Food Ipswich offers a special program for kids. Ipswich Enviroplan chalks up 25 years and West Morton Health honours nurses and midwives. It's Monday, May 24, 2021, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Siobhan Boyle is dedicated to fighting Australia's obesity crisis through advocacy, collaboration and the delivery of programs that aim to transform the food habits of Australians. With over 16 years of experience working across the food, health and wellness industries, she is passionate about encouraging lifelong positive eating habits. Siobhan is also CEO of the Good Foundation, the people responsible for Jamie's Ministry of Food in Australia. Thanks for talking with Ipswich today, Siobhan. Oh, thanks for very much for having me on today. Before we get to the latest news from the Ipswich Kitchen of Ministry of Food, can you take us back to the beginning of Ministry of Food in Australia, the Good Foundation, and why Ipswich was chosen as one of the first to open? Yeah, absolutely. So in 2010, Andrew Muir, who used to own the Good Guys, um, was looking at what was inside people's fridges. And he was pretty terrified about what people were or weren't cooking at <laughs> home. And um, so he approached Jamie Oliver and because Jamie had set up community-based kitchens across the UK based on the World War II initiative where people were suffering from malnutrition and they didn't know how to use their rations. Fast forward 50 years and people don't know how to cook from scratch. And you'll be all suffering from malnutrition at the other end of the spectrum. And, you know, with diet-related disease, you know, in 2010 being 63% of adult Australians suffering from being overweight or obese and diet-related disease, the stats are pretty terrifying. And so, you know, Andrew said, can we bring this program over to Australia? And hence the name The Good Foundation, uh, because it's affiliated with The Good Guys, and The Good Guys were our, our, um, our founding partners. And um, since then, we have um, had a number of community-based kitchens um, across Australia, but our first was in Ipswich in Queensland. And um, the reason why we selected Ipswich was because at the time, it had the highest rate of um, diet-related disease and had the worst, worst health stats of anywhere in the country. And I'm not sure, I mean, whether you've ever counted, but when you drive into Ipswich, there are 33 fast food outlets. Only on 33. Well, I, well, I could have. I thought there might have been more. You know, Siobhan. Well, this at the time, this is why it was selected because it mm. had the worst diet-related disease stats, and it had the highest number 
of fast food outlets on that drive in. So, you know, it was a, clearly an area where there was a need and there was a want. And, you know, so we set up the kitchen and actually we started running classes from Ipswich in April two, 2011. Um, I don't know whether you came to the launch, but there was um, Jamie was there and they did a big cook along in Darcy Doyle Place and um, cooking chicken fajitas. And so it's been a sort of heart of the community for nearly over 10 years now, which is pretty incredible. It, it, it is incredible. And it's, it's not the sort of claim to fame that you want a city to have that you, you can't eat proper, as it were. But look, having Jamie's uh, stardom and uh, star factor associated with Ministry of Food has certainly been a good thing. And in Ipswich, it's been warmly embraced. So for those who don't know, who still don't know, can you explain how the how the cooking courses work? So you come into our lovely centre in Ipswich or one of our outreach centres or our mobile kitchen and you take part in a five-week cooking programme. Um, you don't need to be a chef. Don't worry, it's not scary. Um, it's a fun and inviting space where our wonderful food trainers will take you on a journey to teach you back to basics cooking skills. So we start off um, with a breakfast class and then we work every week. We build on your skills and your knowledge, nutrition tips, obviously fabulous Jamie recipes. Each week is a 90-minute class. So you come in, say, at Monday at 1030 every Monday for five weeks and you do a 90-minute class and during that time you'll learn about two to three recipes during that class and then you get to take home whatever you've cooked. So it's a really lovely, lovely course and then at the end of it what we're hoping is that you've got enough skills and knowledge to be empowered to make those better choices for yourself and for your family and you know we want that ripple to continue so we want people to pass on their new skills um, to their friends and their family and to eat less takeaway and to cook more healthy fresh food from scratch. Siobhan, I've heard nothing but good reports about the Ministry of Food Kitchen in Ipswich. And if nearly 10 years is being chalked up, that's hard to believe. How many people have taken part so far? Um, So to date, we've had 8,347 Ipswich residents through the Ipswich Centre, which is pretty incredible. Mm. Um, But um, as we know, you know, this, this isn't going away anytime soon. And unfortunately, you know, it, it's still a it's still a big problem. And it's a big problem across the country. It's not just in Ipswich. But, you know, we are very lucky that we still have our wonderful centre in Ipswich. And we are continuing to deliver these wonderful cooking programmes. I know that there's, you know, there's been a lot of... Um, change in it switch recently and especially with everything that happened last year but i you know i'm really happy to say that we are very much alive and well and open and looking forward to seeing many more Ipswich residents through our program over the next 10 years. School holidays start on june 28 and it's not the first program designed for kids what's the kitchen got on offer? So um, what we do with our regular five-week program is that we condense it into a fast-track program. So we have a class every single day of the week and to fit into the school holidays. And we've tweaked the menu a little bit so that it is much more sort of, I suppose, kid-friendly food. Mm -hmm. Uh, All of the recipes we teach in our centres are very family-friendly, but these have that you on those um, those kid-friendly classics. So, you know, we, we make delicious burgers and we that fajita recipe does feature. We like to keep everything a little bit under wraps um, so there is a little element of surprise when people come in and do the program too. 
Do you think reality TV has helped increase awareness of the benefits of being able to cook for yourself and prepare a healthy meal? Yeah, I think, um, I, I don't know about you, but you can't get away from food um, being <laughs> everywhere. It, it's everywhere, isn't it? You know, you open, you put it on the telly and it, it's there and you've got all these wonderful cooking shows. And, and I think, yeah, I think it really has highlighted people's um, interest in food. Um, I think it is um, one of those things that it's become quite aspirational. Um, but I think, you know, for, for us as an organisation, it definitely sort of people come in and you know they definitely feel a lot more inspired to cook, but we are still presented um, with those those same barriers that people are very time poor, and um, you know people are a lot of people are on budgets as well, and people don't have those skills, which is where we fit in because all of the recipes we teach, um, you know we've we've made sure that they are you know following uh, suitable for a particular budget, um, also they are. They're very easy to cook, so they're not confronting. Don't worry, we're not going to be using fancy gels and we're not sort of vacuum packing <laughs> our meat as they do on MasterChef. Um, so these, this is real food. It's yep. good, honest food that, you know, that your family will love. And also, that you know, the first class we teach is, a, you know, as I said, a breakfast class. And, and that is just showing you how quick and easy meals can be. And we kind of compare it to driving to get a takeaway. And we know that you can put a, a, a beautiful omelette on the table in under sort of five minutes. Um, which is quicker than you could um, go and reach for a takeaway, which is pretty impressive, isn't it, when you think about it? Exactly. Just going back to the kids' menu for a moment, you said you're going to keep some surprises, but can you reveal anything of the kids' menu for us? Oh, well, as I said, we've we've got one of our famous cracking burger recipes, which is um, a, you know, it's a a fabulous Jamie twist on, you know, a, a I say an all-round favourite, um, and it's just about making those small positive changes. So it's not a, you know, we're not saying you can't eat anything. It's all about kind of how can I make those little swaps to make it a little bit better for me. And you know, one of the best things you can do is cook from scratch because you have total control over what you're putting into your food. So that's why this course is so great for the kids. You know, if we can get the kids cooking young. Um, and we can get them inspired, then they're going to set themselves up really well for the rest of their lives. And hopefully they will take those skills on for themselves and their families as well. So it's, you know, it's so important. I was really lucky. I don't know about you, but I, got, I learned when I was really young. And so I've always had those positive habits ingrained into me. And so, you know, it's exciting that we can do this for the Ipswich kids over the school holidays too. I wasn't quite as fortunate, Siobhan. I, I think I could cook a steak on the barbie at the age of 10. That was about my limit. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's, still, that's still good. Yes. I mean, I don't think I could cook a steak on the barbie, but I'm English, obviously. So <laughs> steaks on barbies didn't really happen very often because of the weather. What's been the feedback from previous school holiday programs? Oh, the kids have loved it. It's, you know, it's a great thing to do for for the kids. They um, have come out inspired and there's something about that camaraderie of cooking together and, you know, really kind of, you know, learning with others and, you know, making the holidays not just about um, about just having, um, you know, classic fun. Uh, it's just realising that cooking is so fun too and cooking with others in the community, it's a great way to spend time. So we've had such positive feedback from 
the kids who've taken the course, but also the parents too. And I think the parents have been amazed about how well the kids adapt and try different things because that's something about when you're cooking together. Mm. You know, if you see you've got preconceived ideas about what you do and don't like, but then you've got the person next to you cooking and eating and you're going well actually I probably should give that a go because they're really enjoying it so it's you know it really encourages people to you know try different things and you know it gives them that confidence in the kitchen so we know that even over that five day period um, they're coming out with those skills and that knowledge and that confidence which is which is really inspiring. I'm sure we've got at least a couple of mums and dads excited by now Siobhan how do they get their budding chefs booked in? Well, the best way to is to go online to www.thegoodfoundation.com.au and if you click under Ipswich and you look under the school holiday programs, it will list all of the spots available. Now, these courses do become very popular in the school holidays. So and they, they're coming up really quickly. I don't know how it's happening this year. This year seems to be disappearing. But, um, yeah, we, we normally sell out for the school holidays, and we'd love to see um, these Ipswich classes sell out again. And um, we can't wait to take your children on their cooking journeys. To make it easier to book Siobhan, I'll make sure I put the links in the show notes. Amazing. Thank you so much. And thanks, Siobhan Boyle, for chatting with Ipswich today. Wonderful. Thank you very much for having me on, and enjoy your Monday. And in other local news, Ipswich City Council's Plan celebrates 25 years in 2021. Many thousands of hectares of land have been secured and managed for future generations by council, which is quite critical because Ipswich doesn't have its own national park. It's been made possible from a levy paid by Ipswich ratepayers directly funding this environmental work on council and privately owned land. There's a program of special events to celebrate Plan's quarter of a century, the full program officially launches on June 5, but you can take a look now at the range of events happening. Just look for links in the show notes. The program includes rare and special experiences, such as guided tours at conservation areas normally closed to the public and an inspirational visit to a private property. The popular Kids Go Wild program is back for the June-July school holidays. There's a range of fun activities to encourage kids to get involved in the local environment and learn about ways to become more sustainable. All activities are free, but bookings are a must. You can find out more information about sessions and make bookings via the EnviroEd Eventbrite page or Council's Facebook events page. Again, look for handy links in the show notes. In celebration of 25 years of EnviroPlan, Kids Go Wild will be outdoors in natural areas. Please make sure you take a hat, sun protective clothing and water bottles to each activity. International Nurses Day and International Day of the Midwife was marked on May 12 by Westmorton Health. About 2,000 nurses and midwives work across the hospital, community, oral health, mental health and correctional health centres throughout the region and they were applauded for their care and commitment during a fortnight of celebrations. Westmorton Health Executive Director of Nursing and Midwifery, Karen Erin, said it took a special kind of person to provide compassionate care to people when they were at their most vulnerable. Theatre-registered nurse Paul Darcy was named Nurse of the Year and clinical nurse Stephanie Harlow was awarded Educator Nurse of the Year to mark International Nurses' Day. Multicultural Refugee Liaison Midwife Jack Mattier was named Midwife of the Year 
and registered midwife Sophie Clark was awarded Educator Midwife of the Year. And a reminder, you'll find handy links in the show notes. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the Donate button at the bottom of the page. You can follow this podcast on your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich Today from your smart speaker. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thanks for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.